it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast. We're like we do every week. We're going to talk about uh, Minecraft and sort of how our villages are sort of going a little bit. I've been working hard. I've never played Minecraft. That I've never set my hand out of controller to play that game, even though it's one of the, the highest selling games of all time. Flash, it's free, but people spend money in it, you know. Man, All my right. kids would leave it idle in the living room, and the background music for that, just like day-to-day life, is like really cool. It's like lo-fi music. And like I've downloaded all the soundtracks, and I play it on Apple Music just to like your, fill out. Your kids well, could have been a generation younger, and you'd be stuck with like Baby Shark, so don't, yeah. don't count your blessings. Yeah, just <laughs> it comes, really it, missed it. It comes and goes. All right, well, that's about all I have in Minecraft. Uh, we are Marvel stuff, so why don't we talk about that? I'm Coach. And with me, as always, we've got Josh Kennedy from Facebook. You and joining us from the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, it's David. Hey, that's me. Anything. I got him covered. Hey, that's <laughs> right, I'm pointing nowhere is the problem. I don't know who I'm. That's all right. Hey, we're here to talk about She-Hulk. Super fun episode. Super cool. So we thought, let's talk about it while we're still excited instead of wait for the weekend. Um well, I watched it this, this episode, I don't think I'm going to lose excitement for this one. So uh, if you would ask me any other week, then I would agree with you that uh, waiting the last couple days, I'm like, yeah, kind of lost luster, at least especially the last two weeks. This episode was sweet, though. Obviously, spoilers, guys. Uh, it came out today and we're talking about it today. So get wrecked if you don't want to hear about uh, Daredevil and, uh, you know, Iron Fist and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones that didn't show up. No, but but one of the one of those characters. One, one of those four definitely did. One no, of those characters did. Off. I'll say it this way: uh, not only was this easily my favorite She-Hulk episode, this yep. is maybe like my second or third favorite Daredevil episode. I had a ton nope. of fun. No, with this episode. <laughs> no, that's shot. Think that, not a chance think. in the world. Not a chance you're, in the you're world. You're more of an action guy than I am. Yeah, this doesn't even touch top fifteen episodes of Daredevil, but it is. It was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. It was funny. I was glad to get some comedy. Uh, it's a little bit longer of an episode for She-Hulk, which was uh, always kind of kind of neat. I always expected it to be a post-credit scene, and then there never is. And uh, I just continue to be disappointed by that. Yeah, why did they stop doing that? I don't, I don't know. That. They did it for episodes. They're like, eh, remember that? Yeah, yeah. The one good thing is that Disney Plus will like shrink the screen and and tell you what to watch next when there's not a post-credit. So that lets That's you know. That's true. Yeah, they're, they are aware. Um, yeah, let's let's break this episode down. Obviously, uh, Daredevil, I think, sort of like what I predicted, was pretty much there almost the entire episode, and yep. uh, it was super fun. But the reveal itself in the courtroom, we've got a weird leapfrog, uh, leap, leapfrog trial not, going on here. Not Guard Frog. Just make sure you get that straight. His name is Leapfrog, and he was I thought acting. it was God Frog. He was acting as a Guard Frog. That's he was what acting was. as the Guard Frog. He was Leap Frog. Yeah, funny case. Uh, I was excited about it already. I was like, oh, yeah, so we're going to do some funny case stuff. And then as soon as uh, his lawyer wasn't there, I was like, oh, this is how they're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, which I liked. That was I loved that scene. I'm, I loved- I'm going to be honest. I don't know why I didn't realize that She-Hulk was set in L.A. I didn't even like think of what city it was actually set in. And then for a second, yeah. she's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess we're not in New York for this one, huh? 
Yeah, I, I think they did a real good, bad job of like establishing that She Hulk is in L.A. and not in New York. At first, I thought she was in New York, and then like third well, episode or whatever, yeah, you kind of like they kind of tell you it's L.A. based. They went to Hulk's retreat, which was like a beachy theme, but like that. Yeah. I don't even know if that's that what was I was going to say. So, yeah, felt to me like that wasn't a thirty-five hour drive, so I, I kind of guessed. But ah, uh, yes. I like the I like the introduction. I thought it was kind of clever and funny. I thought it was the best court scene they've had, even though it was. Oh yeah, without a doubt. The close second would be the weird uh, granny fairy that tried to use Thor's motivational speeches as uh, admissible oh, in court. So that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I like the idea that that Murdoch came to protect his uh, his, his, tailor. his, uh, his tailor. Yeah. Luke Jacobson, and yeah, uh, we talked about it before, but this is uh, the friend from the Flight Attendant show on HBO Max. If you guys haven't seen that show, it's it's a super good time, and uh, he's a fun character within it. So you know what I just thought about though is in the Daredevil show, it like establishes that he has somebody else who's doing his costume and stuff. So I believe, yeah, but he dies if I remember correctly. Does he? The guy that did Taylor's suit, he's either in jail or he's dead. Yeah, because he was dating the cop, his parole officer. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So either he's oh, in jail yeah. or he's dead. I don't remember, even though I just watched it recently. It's not sticking on the top of my head. But he doesn't have a trailer right now, so there you go. Luke, Luke, Luke Davidson, David Jacobs, da- Luke Pete Jacob. Davidson. Got Jacob nope. Stevenson. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all of you. Anyway, yeah, funny stuff. Uh, how do we feel about the, the golden yellow, or excuse me, the golden red? I mean, we knew it was coming based on kind of the original Daredevil. How did we feel? I like She-Hulk's superhero costume. That's how I feel about Daredevil. That's true. I like the dig where he's like, hey, what do we match ketchup and mustard? And then the way they kind of explained it is like, yeah, well, you want me to tell your tailor that? And that kind of got rid of that. Why did they do it, though? For that joke specifically? Well, I think it's kind of like an homage to the comic books. But why did he do yeah. the ketchup and mustard like motif there originally yeah. in the comics? I, they, I think it was because uh, the, the black and red didn't read as well on comic books when they used to have to uh, print it differently. That makes sense, yeah. So they had to brighten it up. It's, it's similar to the reason why they had to do uh, blue for Batman in the 70s. Yeah, and green for Hulk when they wanted him to be gray, right? Exactly. Or gray versus Lisa. Yeah, yeah yes. they had to do a lot of weird stuff for color back in the day. Now it's all pretty yeah. much digital and they can do whatever color they want. But hey, uh, I'm with you, though. I'm, I'm the, the resident best. comic book nerd, so if you guys have any more dumb questions no one cares about, <laughs> I'm your guy. Yeah, Jordan those are valid questions. Ask, John. ask Josh away. Uh, I'm with Josh though. I think the best part was just the jokes, the ketchup mustard joke, the, the constant being like, "You're really gonna bash on a blind guy for how he looks?" Can you? That oh man, the quippiness between the two of them was that. wonderful. That's not like Daredevil did it a little bit in his show, but this was like pretty sweet, very good banter back and forth. I didn't get That's the flirtatious energy at first, but then they kept doing. It. I was like, okay, yeah, they're, they're for sure flirting right now. I'm in, I'm into it. It's cool. Oh, I love that, man. The, the way she broke the fourth wall to explain. I'm not the only the one feeling it. I was like, yes. In this episode, we're like prime. They were the best that's been the entire show. Wow. Just so good. So yeah, good. to honor so that quippiness, I'm not wearing pants right now. So there you yeah, go. That's ah, good. David's ducking <laughs> it. Stand up. No, don't stand no. up. No. <laughs> you just kicked off Facebook. Yes. Yeah, fun, uh, fun little side page in my house of the dragon uh, post on our other podcast got taken off Facebook because we swore in the first two. Ah, uh, that sounds what? like what, that sounds like what we did though. We definitely did swear. Yeah, we definitely. Uh, 
they don't care if it's beyond the first like two minutes or something like that. But if they catch you, they bleach you right on Facebook. They don't watch it long enough because they're swearing. That's weird. Okay, maybe because we said incest, but there was there's incest in that show. Well, we said it here, so I suppose felt that. We're seven uh, minutes in though, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, let's anyway. let's talk about the relationship. Let's talk about the the when we the, we thought it was funny, we thought it was quippy. But do we like it? Do we think it was kind of was it cutesy? Was it fun? Did we like the little relationship? Uh yeah. I mean, they're both single individuals. Uh, I they have a lot in common, clearly. So I, I bought into the relationship pretty quick. I don't do they they don't have an established relationship in the comic books. She-Hulk recently, semi-recently, hooked up with uh, Tony Stark in uh, in a comic book arc, which was uh, interesting. But nothing with Daredevil, so that, that was a fun crossover. I was into it. I loved the walk of shame. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. He, for some reason, didn't put his boots back on just to play homage to carrying the high heels from the night before. It was, it was great. Yeah, you wanted to be one with the earth. I mean, when you walk on grass barefoot, they say that does something for you. But I love the relationship. I immediately i was like they need to get together and they did it in this episode and i was they like did. hell yeah that's are we afraid awesome. it's we afraid it's one and done um i think it's going to be a flirtation <sighs> thing in the future i don't think it's going to be a relationship whatsoever the characters on opposite coasts if there's ever like team ups within the mcu i could see it but beyond that i don't see a future for their relationship at this time God, I really want She Hulk to appear in these in these future films that that would be awesome i mean it's definitely like possible is she going to appear in Daredevil? Is she going to show up no. in the Daredevil show at all? You don't think there's it has a different this. tone. I think they're going. I think they're going back to the dark and gritty tone of the Daredevil Netflix series for the the Disney Plus one. So you throw in like a comedy character. I mean, you can do it, and if they do it, I think people will be excited. But you do it as a one-off. You do it as one episode. <sighs> He shows up. Yeah, but how many brutal murders were in the Daredevil Netflix series? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, think about it, right? Like you said, like you said at the start, he was much funnier and much quippier in her show. That's true. She'll be, she'll be much more serious in his show. I mean, that's sort of how these yeah, things go. I, listen, I wouldn't be upset either way. I personally don't see it happening now. Nah, you're probably right. But are you though? Right. I don't know. I mean, I could text Foggy real quick, but he keeps ignoring my text lately. It's kind of like I haven't heard back from him since we since we like bashed all roughly over. twenty seven years or something like that. Like my entire life, not one time did he hit me back. Yeah, he's a jerk like that. Yeah, looking. Uh, but but to continue on our little our little love fest of this episode and sort of what Daredevil was going on. The uh, the fight scene between them was. It was pretty one-sided quick actually yeah fun. i mean i like daredevil how he did all of the the stuff and then she got to show off a little bit that she had the strength and had a little bit of an advantage i think it was the perfect divide it felt like you know this is a very rock and vin diesel thing and the fast and furious movies were like well you have to have the exact same amount of hits or the contract is null and void one of us has to look cooler than the other and we have to look exactly the same yeah it did feel like that a little bit they can try to show that he could hold his own a little bit, but I thought it was pretty funny. I thought yeah. I like that she immediately takes his mask off, which just would happen so much more often. Is what you life. would do. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. That they, but but then she didn't do it later in the same episode. And me and uh, my wife thought that was weird that the people that kind of whatever the, the weird intelligence agency thing is called that leaked her sex tape, which whoa, didn't see that coming. Uh, she didn't take his mask off when she had him by the throat. I thought that was an interesting move. Yeah, it was definitely Josh. I mean, come on. I don't know why. The one that she had the throat. I don't think that she had a, uh, Josh around the throat. I think it was a different guy within there. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it could have been. yeah. Skin tone didn't match. I think they had different hairstyles, too. 
anyway, yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, yeah, we'll talk about the the ending and kind of how we feel going forward. But I did I did like the whole uh, like I said. They get to sleep together. The walk of shame was pretty funny. The friend was pretty funny. The actual infiltration of the lily pad was super fun. I like how he said my super famous secret base and he had like a neon sign. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> something a rich tool would do. That's for sure. That's what happens when you have Batman money, but your parents are still alive. That's what happened with Lee Brock. Uh. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's that's funny. Uh, yeah, I thought all that stuff was was clever. The whole the heartbeat thing. I thought was a funny little bit. Um, yeah, I like picking up the pace yeah that was little little subtle things that was uh pretty cool but i loved the the hallway scene because they go back to the favorite the best part of the daredevil netflix series was just him beating the crap out of people in hallways and they went back to the wall on this one and then they made it funny yep definitely teased like oh yeah this is about to be it again right here and then she just jumps through made I'm me glad laugh. they let him do it a little bit first yes. i'm glad that wasn't the right. first thing that happened in the hallway like now he's you got to give him his highlights i mean we're talking a top tier Marvel character. Let's let's keep him uh right. keep him in check here. We can calm down with the top tier stuff. Nah, Captain. he's top tier. You're a clown. anyway. Uh, but yeah, no, I liked all the stuff. I I like the Lily. The what's it? Lily? What's his name? Lily. He's not Lily. Lily Pad. Well, L- Lily Pad. He's Leapfrog. Leapfrog. Yeah. Oh my god, I liked it. I liked Leapfrog. I thought that was a funny. God, you're so dumb. Put jet fuel in the boots. I'm like, yep. That tracks. And I was it didn't explode. Hate that too. I'm I'm a little surprised that Jen Walters didn't catch like didn't think to doubt him at all. Oh, that was kind of weird because she also wears his I don't know styles and such and realizes there's not really any issues with it. She never even thought to ask about I, I don't mean, know instructions. This that or the other thing. It was she. I mean, she tried to get off the case because she didn't want to do it anyway. So I can't complain too much. It's fine. I'm glad he got a little more shine. I think he's. I think it was funny. So you're, you're right about that. All right, we can talk about the end though, because I do think, I do think it sets up an interesting little last episode. I thought the way they set it up, first of all, with her being like, "Isn't this episode like sort of over?" Yeah, you you got the over on this one, Coach. I've I've maintained that it's two or three an episode, but she definitely was up in the tier that you were talking about. Yeah, uh, and that was the best. That's why it was so funny. And I mean, it was really but good. I did. Yeah, the whole like. I thought this episode was over. And then doesn't that feel like a happy conclusion? And she's like, we're doing the gala. Oh, is this the, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the big set piece to set up the finale. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, which I thought was funny. She made a couple little I'm trying to think what the little reference was. She said, Oh yeah. Is it, Oh, is it the kind of ending that's going to end with like a red Hulk or like, I was like, ah, that's yeah. Funny. And then she comes through with the makeup brushes, like Wolverine. I'm like, nice. Also really funny. It's just funny. Little, little tits taps. It's, it's exactly kind of what you would expect from a sitcom. And that's what the show is, and that's cool. Yeah, and the thing about this episode is people are going to like it because it feels a little more marvelly. There was a little more action. There was a little more, yep. you know, Facts. a little more jokes that are more Marvel in jokes instead of just weird sitcom jokes that. Oh man, land. we didn't even touch about the, on the beginning of this episode with the little montage of like what the Hulks do and stuff, and then it showed what she does with the powers, and it was it went right back to her twerking with Meg Thee Stallion. I'm like, nice. <laughs> This is hilarious. I'm super on board with the way she's uh she's handling this. Yeah, she's great. Jen's great. That's great. And then we uh we end up at the gala, like you said, the sex tape thing coming out. Oh, I was Let's super. See. I was I was mad for her that they gave every female lawyer the female lawyer of the year. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's, get that's out of here. Such a funny joke. That's like it, actually it, funny. So yeah. also, oh my god, I was so mad for her. 
the whole question, how does it feel to be a female lawyer? <laughs> everything, yeah, everything about the gala was really, really funny. I was like, this is so bad. But that's kind of why I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, then the reveal at the end with the with the sex statement, her hulking out, I think is is interesting. It makes me wonder how I mean she didn't about... go full, full hulk. She went pretty hulk, but like she didn't like blow up a building with her body kind of hulk style so she still had uh a veil of control not not full hulk rage but she was definitely beyond her uh regular control i mean her anchor. it she definitely it feels like it feels like yeah the show is setting it up to where everyone's gonna go against her now now they're all gonna you know the media and everything's gonna kind of turn on her like she's right. the bad guy think she retires from being a lawyer after the end of the show no I like don't so. Think so. Okay. I mean, I her character wouldn't have much to do if that did happen. So uh, I think yeah. she might leave where she's at and kind of do what what Murdoch said. She might. She's going to go to New York. <laughs> I doubt that. That's but a I think possibility. It's possible. I don't think it'll happen. But I think it's more likely. Yeah, that's why he's trying to establish like the West Coast Avengers thing. Smart, because it, it did like the whole MCU feels pretty New York centric most of the time. So it was good to switch it up. Oh, we didn't Shang-Chi. mention the yeah. I mean, there's there's a couple more recent ones that are on the west side. Uh, I like the the Wakanda spear thing. That was just a quick little side tangent, and we knew that guy was creepy from episode two. We're like, oh yeah, he's coming back around, and of course he did. And then he's like, yeah. I got the receipts, and I'm like, well, it was stolen. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I love that it was he was just there for a date, but he was. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Um, but yeah, I do think I think it's more likely she becomes a superhero by the end of the show, then she stops being a lawyer. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Sort of what the, the speech was. Remember that? Yeah, it's a little disappointing when you get an episode like this and then you realize the next one's the finale. You're like, oh, that kind of well, keep doing that. It's a little disappointing that, the, I mean, uh, David, uh, you're, you're a She-Hulk fan, but the last two episodes, not this one, the two previous, I was genuinely let down by what the show was really doing with itself. So I couldn't, couldn't roll with it as much. I'm glad they, they kind of, picked it back up for this episode and I'm sure the finale is going to be fine, but this is going to go down as like one of my lower tier shows because it had like a two episode thing that I straight up didn't care about. Yeah. For for me, I've been loving every episode. I mean, it's exactly what I was expecting from Jessica Gao, someone who worked on Rick and Morty. I expected the fourth wall breaking and I expected little jokes here and there and just Jen Walter's character as she is, going through life, being a lawyer, then being recruited to be a superhero lawyer working in that firm and then going to her family and having yeah. this high profile job and the Those family were all doesn't the first care. And yeah, yeah. Episodes, though. That's yeah. why I was like, I did like that stuff. But as soon as like we had the throwaway wedding episode, didn't care for that. And the throwaway retreat episode with abomination. I didn't like, Oh that man, I, I, I love that stuff. I mean, that that's like, so it, it's like everyday type of like, uh, like everyday type stuff. Um, a day in the life of Jen Walters. I mean, that's essentially what the show is. And it, it's, it's interesting to see kind of like behind the curtain in a way. I mean, she's 30 something. That's what happens. That's what you kind of expect to happen. And then throw the whole superhero formula in there. That's what I was kind of expecting. I'm like really shocked that people don't really love this show more than they do. And I hear a lot of complaints about it. And here's, here's to me, it's, it's what I thought it was going to get. I sort of feel like, the issue being when you get into like a sitcom, right? When you're getting into How I Met Your Mother, you're getting into Friends, there's sort of an expectation that I'm going to get five, six seasons. I'm going to really get to like 
do the whole sitcom thing and there's going to be 100 yeah. episodes plus more characters to develop and things like that like there's a lot of that's a good point coach maybe this is where you're going i don't want to like take it completely but like sitcoms you do feel like there's more continuity this feels like they did a marvel tv show about a character and turned it into a sitcom which isn't a problem but how many more seasons of the show are we going to getting and when is it ever going to happen you know we're talking five years down the road when no one really cares anymore it's kind of a weird situation like I would like this show if I knew it was legitimately a sitcom. If I knew it was going to be a show that I was going to get to watch every week for a whole season, season ends, comes back next season, and it just keeps getting kind of being funny. She gets a boyfriend. The boyfriend stays for four or five episodes, and we lose him. But I don't feel like that's what's going to happen. Right. So I don't feel as connected to it, but I still think it's really funny. I'm still glad I've watched it. I'm definitely glad it's here and we're not just staring into space waiting for Wakanda. That's yeah, true. Yeah. I'm, I'm really not looking at it like that. I'm looking at it as they're establishing another character in the MCU that we're probably going to get in films. It's probably going to be in the team-up movies. So this is kind of the origin story per se. And they get to kind of elongate uh, a TV movie by having these TV shows. So I don't really look at it as like, yeah, it's like Friends or Ally McBeal where we get 20 episodes a season or whatever. They're just establishing the character. And I think that's what all these Disney Plus TV shows are doing. It's just introducing us to Moon Knight and Miss Marvel. So when they do appear in the movies to the to the normies, we can just point back, hey, go to Disney Plus. It's on there. You can kind of see the backstory. So they don't have to explain everything in film where they have like so much time to to give us the character and their powers and the arcs there. So that's the way that's, I look at it. Do you think that's the right formula? I mean, I guess there's really no other option now because Elder, you can't. Right. It's just no one else. Uh, you're the Star Wars of. guy. Is a comp like the Mandalorian? He's not within the movie universe yet. I mean, it, that's yet to be seen. Maybe it will. And his show is super popular. Everyone loves it. He's his own individual character. And we're telling stories about his life. Yeah. And see, the thing we him. don't understand on the Star Wars Stuff podcast is why don't they do a Mandalorian film? I mean, the dude is crossing over. Baby Yoda is like a phenomenon. He's in the zeitgeist. Why not make more money in the theater? Or you can maybe air the episodes of TV in the theater, make money there and then bring it back because they own the complete rights. They own the film rights. They own all the rights, TV rights. It is it's not like Amazon with Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. They can't show it in the theater and make money because that new company, the Embracer Group, owns the Lord of the Rings rights for, for film theater. You so, are right, though. The, the show thing, putting shows in theaters should happen more because it does. It makes money every time they try it. Yeah, it's, and I mean, it brings really us all together, too. It's all kind of an event thing. You're You're kind of simulating what it was kind of back in the day when we got films and big events at midnight and we got to camp out. But of course there's reserved seating now, but we'd still all gather. And I think there's that, that need again, after the long breakaway during the pandemic that we all want to get back to the theater. I, for one was one of those people. I was like, I don't care about theater anymore. Just give it to me at home. But after a while I was like, yeah, I mean, I kind of miss that experience. And I can kind of think that's like something that's, it's a tradition that probably shouldn't go away. And it seems like a lot of these theater chains have lasted. Some of them have collapsed, but Disney isn't. There's rumors out there that Disney might make their own chain or just buy an existing chain that's struggling. And they're kind of just kind of waiting in the wings like vultures to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they have, a, they have a lot yeah. of money, so there's really no reason for them not to. Yeah. And that Apple might cool. do it, too. 
Yeah, I think, Apple I think could. there's a really good chance that movie chains are just owned by the big companies soon, uh, which is an interesting topic on its own. Well, then it's like a whole monopoly thing, and then you get into the like the weird. Like right now, it's what is it? Microsoft just is buying Activision, and Sony's real mad about it. And now they're it's just like at what point is it a monopoly on the products type of thing? See, I, I think that's a whole different argument too. Because yeah, also it's like, not relevant to this episode of She-Hulk. Yeah. So, you know, maybe <laughs> that's fair. You know what else isn't relevant, but I'm going to bring it up because I can, because this is my podcast. Well, at least half my <laughs> podcast is the Mario movie trailer. Has anyone seen the, the trailer for the new I Mario? Did. Yes, it's uh, cool. I like it. Oh my God, it looks cool. Bowser's not enough Jack Blackman. I could, like, they made it's a teaser. Oh, I, I loved it. I love it. It was fine. So I mean, it's it was, Mario. You can see his face. There's only a smiles. taste of our fury. <laughs> That's so funny. I love that. Um, yeah, someone yeah. made the joke that was like Twitter. Those like birds that that was like supposed to be Twitter. And then, Against like, the their, yeah. <laughs> That's, really That's funny. funny. That's funny. All right. Well, yeah, Seahawk, this was a fun episode. Uh, I think it was really cool. I think I love everything about Matt Murdock's when he's being funny because I think he's very clever. I think. I think the acting is a super hot spot. So I loved it. I'm excited to see the finale. I think there's a good chance the finale will not be as good as this episode. Um, yeah, that's probably that's fair. Okay. Daredevil's already gone, man. Uh, not he's not the he's not oh, the ang- he's not the pillar of the show or anything. We're not gonna go that far, but his episode was the best episode. <laughs> I can say that without watching the last one. So there you go. Yeah, yeah there are like rumors it. out there that Hulk is gonna return. Ruffalo is gonna be back from outer space. Yeah. But why i know like he would that. just appear in yeah he should stay stay in space someone else yeah, show up there's a lot of rumors going around about another kind of like plot how far is that... los angeles from san francisco let's get like shang chi or uh katie from it's like eight <laughs> hours movie yeah yeah they could just have them have a crossover that'd be fun <laughs> wong will probably show up let's be honest uh wong yeah there will be something show. there will be something crazy something to secret wars or something will happen but for the most part i you know I don't love that we sort of rely on those things to like these shows because I'm with David. It's, it's a funny show no matter what. It doesn't. Well, it doesn't have. have to be that way. That like Moon Knight on itself was maybe my favorite Disney Plus show. It's kind of a push there. But what Marvel cameos did he have in it? I mean, it was kind of just his own thing. Yeah, for us, and for us, we, so I we like think it. so. But I, I feel like too many people in the in the zeitgeist are like, yeah, it was a good show, but like. Um, was was yeah. Iron Man there though? You know, that's true. Yeah, I mean that's the problem with building a universe so big is, and you can only put out so many projects a year. Everybody wants their guy to come back, or like, hey, you remember that guy from this thing and that or the other thing? And like, why isn't he in this? I think Wandavision kind of unintentionally set that standard. <laughs> like, hey, here's uh, Jimmy Woo and Cat uh, Dennings' character, or whatever uh, her character's name is. Dark. Yeah. It- and, and the way they left Moon Knight, is it logical for him to help out in like a team up movie? Yeah, no, that's the weird part. He, like, yeah. he seems like he was well, just made to be cool. But that's the same thing with Mandalorian. No, he was just made to be cool so far. So Who knows? I stand by my opinion that whatever next team up movie is not going to be every single Marvel character within the universe. There's no way they're going to pull it off. I think it's got to be separated somehow. Like, David, I think you kind of hit it. it. The West Coast Avengers are coming. Uh, they're going to keep setting things over on the west side of the country and just kind of roll with that. That's yeah. what I think. anyway. Maybe. 
I don't know. Secret Wars sounds like they might try to be ambitious. It's a ways How off. Many There's a lot more Oregon setup. superheroes. Are there anybody know any? <laughs> so like a Duckman <laughs> sort of thing. How apparently, are you apparently, if you watch you all, there must be thousands of, of heroes around. Like if you really think about it, like they keep introducing mutants, and then like no one cares because they already did it. They're like, yeah, Ms. Marvel is the first mutant, and everybody else can get bent. Uh, yeah, it is interesting. I do like the little world building because apparently there's just a ton of people who either are superheroes or are pretending to be with frog-based powers. I'm into it. <laughs> I thought he wanted us to be the tadpoles. That's a very <laughs> L.A. thing, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> if it's not New York, it's L.A. All right. Well, I think that's uh, pretty much everything we had to say here. Yeah, right, guys? Yeah, I love it. Let's, uh, let's reconvene next week. Well, actually, we're going to reconvene even sooner than that because tomorrow, well, slash this morning, but tomorrow morning, that. Well, I don't know what I'm saying. In a few hours. I mean, I'm yeah. hosting this tonight, so there you go. In a few hours from now, you will probably be asleep and not watching the special, but then we will watch it tomorrow at some point. We'll record over the weekend, post like we normally do. I'm time. watching it. I'm going to watch Thursday Night Football, then watch Rings of Power, and then watch Werewolf by Night. Yeah, we got quite uh, a slate tonight. Uh, anyone interested in Pennyworth coming back for a third season? Because I like that show. I need to watch it. I just saw it today. I kind of got to watch it. Yep. Um, Three episode premiere of the new season. Just finished season two uh, two days ago. Yeah. I do do need to watch it. I will watch it. Uh, But yeah, you're right. Rings of Power and everything. Too much stuff. And uh, I'll just watch it while I drive around at work tomorrow. Because I'm a terrible employee. Sounds borderline safe. It's a good thing my boss doesn't listen (laughs) to this podcast. All right, everybody. Have fun. (laughs) Not too much fun until you see you next time. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, in case it wasn't obvious, we here at Marvel Stuff and the Gotham City Rogues podcast do not own any of the IP we talk about. We're just fans having a good time talking about the things we love.